That's a new with the funny music I hear in your ears. Listen to this. Hello, Magic Transistors. Welcome to another episode where I review Beach Boys albums. Today, we're going to look at Shutdown Volume 2, as well as the All Summer Long album. And then I will present my alternate album, which is a combination of the best songs from these two albums. So, starting with Shutdown Volume 2, this was released on March 2nd, 1964. And, um, you know, this was the first album they released after the after Beatlemania, um, but most of this was recorded before that. And I think Brian um, was feeling a lot of, um, shall we say, uh, stress because of, you know, now they had, a, you know, a bit of competition with the British invasion. And maybe a little bit of uh, jealousy. Uh, Brian mentioned that he, he was jealous of the Beatles, that Capitol Records started putting a lot of their emphasis on, um, you know, and uh, promotion that direction. And uh, the, the Beach Boys, who had kind of helped make Capitol Records huge, I, I think, um, you know, as far as... Uh, pop music goes. I, I think before that it was more adults kind of music. And as far as rock and roll goes, the Beach Boys were like one of the first, if not the first on Capitol Records. So now they had some competition as, as far as that goes with the Beatles and uh, other <laughs> groups. And, um, you know, I know Brian had quit touring for a brief time, uh, a, you know, back in, uh, 63. Um, but David Marks then got, either was quit, either was fired or he quit. Um, he didn't have a good relationship with, uh, Murray Wilson. Um, now David Marks did do some sessions, um, for shutdown volume two, I believe. But by the time the album came out, uh, Al Jardine was the one that you see on the front cover. So Al Jardine was back as a full-time member. Um, he had come back to tour when Brian uh, quit a tour back in 63, but now he was a full-fledged member again, and David Marks was gone by the time this album came out. Um, I, I think that um, it's... it's it's uh, there's some moments where you can tell that there's progress, but I think Brian is really straining at this point, and he would really rather not be touring while um, you know producing. But um, anyway, we'll get into the songs. Uh, manager was still Murray Wilson. Producer is Brian Wilson with possible help from Murray. Engineer is Chuck Britz. And uh, the album cover is a picture of the band around Dennis Wilson's Corvette Stingray and Carl's pra uh, Pontiac Grand Prix. And the picture was taken by George German, German, something like that. Um, I think this is an improvement from the Do Scoop album because the band is actually in the picture, <laughs> whereas in the Little Do Scoop front cover, it's just a car, right? So, um, but it doesn't stick out to me as a great album cover. I think it's, it's, um, you know, it's of the time, I guess you could say, but it, it's not a great album cover. I give the album cover a seven out of 10. Now on to the songs. The first song on the album is Fun, 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 written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Lead vocal is mostly Mike Love. This gets a 10 in catchiness and as far as a hook uh, goes. Um, for a long time, this song didn't um, do it for me. It was just kind of goofy uh, um, until I heard it covered by Granddaddy, who's my second favorite band. And then also hearing this song while I was half asleep, I <laughs> sort of, it sounded very psychedelic to me for some reason when I was half asleep. But um, yeah, it, 
it sort of uh, grew on me. Um, I think I liked it originally when I was into Endless Summer and all that. And then when I got into the more progressive stuff, this kind of lost its, you know, it kind of felt like a goofy early song. But it's grown on me again because I think it's more complex than people realize. Surprisingly, this song only went to number five, which uh, was because of the British invasion. It kind of got buried uh, amongst uh, British songs, I believe, and uh, didn't go any further. Even though you could argue it was the most popular song to date, uh, didn't do as well as, say, uh, Surfing USA. But anyway... Um, very popular song, very catchy. Overall, this song gets an 8.2. Song number two is Don't Worry Baby, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian, uh, and sung by Brian Wilson. Uh, if you want some more info on Roger Christian, check out the uh, Little Do Scoop. Uh, I think it's Surfer Girl and Little Do Scoop review the previous episode to this. And I talked a bit about Roger Christian, who did lyrics for a lot of the car songs. Anyway, um, believe it or not, uh, this is not... <laughs> uh, a lot of people love this song. A lot of people, A lot of Beach Boys fans would say this is their favorite Beach Boy song. It's a little boring to me. Um, j- just a little information on it, though. Um, it is inspired by Brian Wilson's favorite song, Be My Baby, so you can hear like a similar uh, intro to it. Um, but anyway, it is catchy. Uh, and, you know, I give it a nine in, uh, in catchiness as well as the hook. Um, it, it probably gets lower than most people would give it, but I give it an 8.0. Song number three is In the Parking Lot, written by Brian Wilson and Roger Christian, sung by Mike Love. I'm not a huge fan of this song. It's very basic, with the exception of that... Uh, um, turning up the radio dial section is a little interesting, but um, most of it is kind of, I don't know, not that interesting to me. Um, I only gave it a 7 in catchiness, which is pretty much its strength. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it doesn't stick out to me at all. I give this one a 5.4. Hi, this is Al. This scene takes place at a typical Beach Boy practice session. We're in the midst of preparing for an upcoming show and a feud breaks out between Brian and Mike. All right, you guys, we have a... a this next <laughs> track uh, is called Cassius Love versus Sonny Wilson. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny <laughs> as Mike and, and Brian make fun of each other. Uh, they're just having a good laugh. So it's fun to listen to on that regard. The only thing I graded it on was production, which I gave a 3. <laughs> so, overall, this gets a 3.0. Track number 5 is The Warmth of the Sun, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Brian Wilson. I absolutely love this song. I think, you know, the chord progression is similar to a typical 50s ballad, but it goes, you know, the the chord changes are different, uh, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I heard somebody, you know, on the, in the documentary, I Wasn't Made for These Times, somebody was on the piano showing how a, a typical 50s ballad would go... But this one goes And it's, you know, very, uh, it's a little, it's creative And, uh, you know, and uh, poetically, uh, I think Mike loves It's one of his best lyrics Apparently this song was inspired or written um, 
at the time that um, JFK got shot and there was sort of that feeling and they put a lot of heart into it. Um, it really has nothing to do with that event, but I think the feeling of the song sort of uh, embodies that um, feeling um, of, you know, of sadness. So overall, I give this one an 8.4. Track number six is This Car of Mine, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Dennis Wilson. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this song. It's it's another kind of boring song, not, not a lot of uh, interesting uh, arrangement or anything. Um, it is a change of pace to have a different lead singer than the two main ones, uh, and Dennis does a fine job singing it, but um, yeah, overall... I, I'm not a huge fan, and it gets a 4.4. Track number seven is a cover song, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, written by Frankie Lyman, and I have written here G. Gold, Goldner, but then over on this website it says... It's Frankie Lyman and Morris Levy, so I don't know which one is accurate. Um, this is on the, the YouTube page, says Morris Levy, but um, anyway, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it is a cover, so I only go up to a 7. I, I did give it a 7 in catchiness. It's a classic 50s uh, from 1956 is when it originally came out. I think Brian was starting to evolve his production skills a bit on this one. As you can tell, there's a more symphonic uh, instrumentation on it. And, um, yeah, you start to hear... And there's a better version, actually, that wasn't released until, I think, just in the last 10, 15 years in a compilation. And I don't remember which one, but it's got a symphonic introduction before it gets into it that I, I think is really cool. Um, it is a cover though, so the only thing I gave a 10 is production. But other than that, I didn't go above a 7 on anything since it's a cover. And overall, for a cover, it does very well. I gave it a 6.4. Track number 8 is Palm Palm Playgirl, written by Brian Wilson and Gary Usher. And um, Carl Wilson sings the lead. And uh, I really do like this song. I think it, there's interesting, um, you know, chord progression here. Um, as far as newer songs, this is one of the better ones, I think, as far as non-singles go. Um, very, very solid on the catch. Catchiness is an 8. The hook is a nine, uh, very well produced, and overall, I give this song a 7.4. Track number nine is Keep an Eye on Summer, written by Brian Wilson, Mike Love, and Bob Norberg. I looked up Bob Norberg, and he was an engineer, um, and so that's, you know, <laughs> I didn't know anything about him, but apparently he was a recording engineer. So I guess he added something to the song, and I'm not sure exactly what, but Brian Wilson sings lead. Now, the first time I heard this song was a remake on the 1998 album Imaginations by Brian, you know, Brian's second solo album. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, and then I found it on this album and I, it, I, I don't know if all of the mixes are this way or not, but one thing that I didn't like about it is how all the vocal or the lead vocals on one side and everything else is on the other side. It just seemed very poorly mixed. 
Um, and I'm not sure if that was originally intended or, or not, or if it's just the two first CD or what. But um, I, because of that, I only gave it a five on the production. Um, I think the strength of it is just the artistic, uh, you know, it's a well-written song and the poetry. Um, so it does well. It's not the catchiest of songs. Um, but overall, I give this one a 6.2. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Track number 10 is Shut Down Part 2, written by Carl Wilson. This is just an instrumental. I think it's one of their best original surf instrumentals up there with another one called Stoked on the... Uh, Surfing USA album, I believe. Um, yeah, so I really do dig this song. Uh, it's at the very beginning. It sounds like a saxophone, and I, I'm not sure if that's Mike Love or not, because I know early on he would uh, sometimes bring out his saxophone and even live play it. Uh, but he he claims that he lost it at some point. So I'm not sure if that's Mike on the sax or not. But it's definitely Carl on guitar. And I think it's a really nice song. I gave it an eight in catchiness, and uh, and just a very solid song. Actually, a nine in catchiness. Um, I'm doing some editing on my scoring right now because I felt like it was kind of low. You know, I did these scores years ago, and I'm re-recording this whole you know the review. So just. Uh, Anyway, overall, this song gets an 8.0. The next song is Louie Louie, written by Richard Berry. And obviously, this is a cover song. Um, it's interesting, though, because they chose to use more of a doo-wop version as opposed to the big hit version. Uh, the hit version has more like electric guitar and stuff, so you know that that's kind of interesting to note. Um, I remember loving this a long time ago. <laughs> Just kind of, I was really into doo-wop, and uh, I, I rarely listen to it now. But uh, you know, it is. I gave it a seven in catchiness because I mean that's the highest I'll go on a cover, and it is a catchy song. Um, artistically, I gave it a two, <laughs> uh, but I also gave it a seven in the hook. You know, um, I don't know. It's it's fun to listen to. It's not one that I ever, you know, have on my uh, playlist or anything. Overall, though, I give this song a five point two. And I forgot to mention that Mike Love sings the lead. I think he does that bass dun, 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 at the beginning, but he also sings the lead, which is. Uh, in his higher register so that's fun to notice but yeah once again a 5.2 final song on the album is Denny's Drums written by Dennis Wilson it's just an instrumental of Dennis playing drums I, I do enjoy hearing this um you know, it's, you know, it's hard to do an instrumental with the drums. It's not as fun as as, as a guitar, but you kind of get to hear a bit of, of, of uh, Dennis um, showing off here. So I, I dig that. Um, and I gave it a six in catchiness. Um, you know, a solid performance. So I'll kind of give that the, the production, I guess. So overall, this song gets a 6.0. The album flow gets a 9. Uh, I think the only thing that kind of stops it is the Cassius Love versus Sonny Wilson. That throws the flow off a bit. But um, yeah, but it's still pretty good song flow from beginning to end. And um, yeah, so unfortunately you know in my mind i think little do scoop is a worse album than shut down volume two but it ended up shut down volume two has got a worse score overall um, i think some of the new songs are pretty good but there's really nothing uh that brian other than the song the production on 
why do fools fall in love? Um, there's really nothing different that Brian has accomplished uh, uh, or the Beach Boys have done since they've, you know, what they've done before. So, um, yeah, and I think that kind of hurts the album. But overall, this album gets a 6.61 out of 10. Moving right along to the next album, All Summer Long, released on July 13th, 1964. And um, on Capitol, Murray Wilson, who was the manager, got fired during the sessions for this album. Uh, I think specifically, I Get Around. Uh, Brian Wilson, the producer, um, I don't, I couldn't find the engineer. It could be Chuck Britz. Um, still, I'm not sure. Um, and yeah, uh, I really think that Brian had more, uh, competitive spirit after the, you know, British invasion happened in the early part of, of these, uh, this year, this year, 64, um, most of the previous album was recorded before that. So now he had something, uh, I think, that challenged him a bit. And so I think you'll see, um, at least in my opinion, he there was a lot more effort put into these songs than in the previous, I would say, two. Um, the album cover is a photo collage of the band on the beach. Uh, there's some nice pictures in there. Um, I think it's kind of like a uh, a photo album, like like a school photo album or something, you know. Um, I like the orange, colorful things about it. Um, it's not the best of album covers, but it's okay. Uh, I give it a seven out of ten. Now on to the songs. Round, round, get around. I get around. Yeah, get around, round, round. I get around. I get Track number one is I Get Around, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Mike Love. This is a very catchy, upbeat song. There's In the arrangement, there's more interesting things to, to it. I feel like uh, Brian really took a step up here in terms of, of the fast songs, at least. A uh, 10 in catchiness. Uh, even I give it a seven artistically, just kind of the way that that organ plays on the. Uh, I mean, it kind of clashes a little bit. It's really cool the arrangement there. Uh, ten in production, ten in the hook. Um, their first number one hit, believe it or not, and I think Brian really um, was motivated and, and felt competitive with the Beatles and really stepped up to the plate right here. Overall, this song gets an 8.6. Track number two is All Summer Long, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Lead vocals mostly by Mike Love. Um, this is a nice song. It doesn't stick out to me. There's just something lacking, but there is some interesting parts to it. Um, I gave it, you know, the uh, xylophone, you know, is something kind of cool. Um, you know, it, it's it's a very, very solid song, um, but not a great song in my opinion. Um, the strength of it is the production. I gave it a nine. The catchiness is, is up there with an eight. Um, there's nothing that weak. The weakest thing is the poetry, the lyrical poetry out of five, but nothing below that. So it's just solid across the board, and overall, I give this one a 7.2. Track number three is Hushabai, a cover song written by Doc. Pumas and Mort Schumann, uh, sung by Brian Wilson. Um, you know, a very solid song, um, you know, across the board. Nothing gets above a seven except for production, which got a nine. Everything else is very close to a seven, uh, fives and sixes. Um, 
I used to love this a lot more when I was, you know, early days of the Beach, when I was into my early days of being a Beach Boys fan, I should say. But um, this one is never on my playlists anymore. Um, I don't hate the song. I enjoy it when it's on, but, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just okay. That's what I feel about it. Overall, this song gets a 6.2. Track number four is Little Honda, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Mike Love, although Dennis Wilson is the one saying go at the beginning. Um, I love this song. I gave it a 10 in catchiness, a 10 in the hook, a 10 in production. Uh, it just rocks. I don't know. Uh, and, and the humming kind of gives, the, it's supposed to be like the engine for the little motorcycle. I guess it's a type of a motorcycle. Um, so you got them going in the background, and I think it's really cool. It almost sounds like an organ, actually. And maybe there, there's also an organ in there. Um, but yeah, I just, I think this is a very catchy song. Um, it's right up there with I Get Around, I, I think, in terms of great, catchy type songs. Funny thing is, they ne they didn't release this as a single. I think it came out, there was like four songs on a single, like uh, uh, along with Wendy, Girls on the Beach, and something else, I don't know. Um, but it was actually released as a single by another group, and that version is not nearly as good as this one. Uh or this song, uh, that the, their song, their version of the song is not nearly as good. But um, yeah, it would have been interesting to see how it would have done as a Beach Boys single. But overall, this song gets an 8.4. We know they're right when they say we're not ready, but all we care is. Track number five is Will Run Away, written by Brian Wilson and Gary Usher. Um, this song has really grown on me over the years. Um, I think it's very underrated. Um, I love the organ on it. Um, I think it's got a very nice uh, melody. Um, you know, it, it's just, there's just something really unique about it in, in some way. Um, that just sticks out to me. I gave it a 10 in production, a 9 artistically, um, and overall this song does very well for a non-single, getting an 8.0. Track number 6 is Carl's Big Chance, written by Brian Wilson and Carl Wilson. Um, I suppose, you know, you hear some piano uh, in here, just some basic dun, 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 and then Carl Wilson jamming on the guitar. Um, it's not one of my favorite instrumentals that they've done. Um, you know, I feel like this is not as good as the previous two that Carl uh, and Brian, you know, wrote, like... Uh, I, I don't shut down part two and stoked I think are very superior to this one um, Carl does rock it out a bit but it's not the kind of guitar playing that that I enjoy as much um, but anyway this one gets a 6.8 Track number seven is Wendy, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by um, partially Brian, partially Mike. Uh, I really, really love this song. Uh, first of all, the production is amazing, the, the organ, the way it's played on here, and um, it's kind of got this haunting melody line uh, that I would say is comparable to some other songs that they would do later, like Let Them Run Wild and Good Vibrations. Uh, sort of this, you know, something haunting about it. I don't know. I gave it a 10 artistically, a 10 in production. Um, 
and there's really nothing weak about this. Nothing below a seven. This, the hook is the weakness where I gave it a seven. And I'm kind of another song that I think should have been a hit single, uh, but it was, you know, the only thing it was released on was that uh, that single with four songs that I mentioned with Little Honda and um, I think Girls on the Beach and I don't know what else. Anyway, um, this song gets an 8.8. Little Richard sang it and Dick Clark brought it to life. Track number eight is Do You Remember, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Mike Love. I kind of feel like this is the first nostalgia song way back in 1964, and it has that cheesiness. Um, I really don't like this song very much. Uh, two in artistically, a three in poet poetry, only an eight in catchiness. Um, yeah, just below average, and overall this song gets a 4.8. Oh. Track number nine is Girls on the Beach, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. And I believe Brian Wilson sings most of the uh, vocal, and Dennis gets a piece of it. Uh, the part that goes, the sun in your hair, the warmth of, of the air. Um, and I don't think Mike has any partial leads on here. Um, but a great song. Um just the chord changes it abruptly changes several times and as it goes it changes in different places in each verse like every verse it like has more chord changes uh it's pretty interesting the only thing that i that kind of bugs me a little bit is that sometimes they don't end on the same at the same time when they say beach there's like you know um but yeah, I think this is a fantastic song, and I give it an 8.2. Track number 10 is Drive-In, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Mike Love. For some reason in my head, I have this kind of like another... Uh, do you remember just a terrible song but when I listen to it it sounds a little better than that it's not a good song but it's not a bad song either um, you know obviously the strength of it is the catchiness um, but it's not as bad as I kind of remembered it <laughs> uh, and um, but it's you know there's something kind of basic about it as well so um, overall, this song gets a 6.4. Okay, boys, take one. Track number 11 is our favorite recording sessions, and credit goes to Brian, Dennis, Carl, Mike, and Al. <laughs> um, kind of like Cassius Love and Sonny Wilson, um, this is just... You know, them having, you know, cracking up in the studio. Um, I think this is a little bit funnier and a little more entertaining than the previous one. And all I gave it was production points, which is a five. So this track gets a 5.0. You know, I just realized this track did better than Do You Remember, which had a 4.8. But, you know, what can I say? I probably enjoy this better than Do You Remember. So bite me. Stick the way the guys get all wiped out With their feet in the air You can hear them shout They're not a The last song is Don't Back Down Written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love And vocals by both Lead vocals by Mike With a little by Brian uh, I like this song quite a bit It's, it's kind of unique for a Beach Boys song There's something unique about Mike's voice Which I needed I forgot to mention earlier but you may have noticed in some of the songs, but Mike had a cold during a lot of the sessions, so his voice voice sounded a little more hoarse than usual. 
Um, actually, you know what? I was just thinking that was like actually catch a wave. Um, maybe. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, but there is something different about this the production of this song than most of the upbeat songs that they've done. Um, it is kind of, it's just a different thing, and I don't know how else to explain that. Uh, lyrically, it's, it's different than what Mike usually writes, and musically, it's different than what Brian usually writes and produces. So, uh, you know, just a very solid song, an enjoyable song. It's by no means among the best, but overall, I give it a 7.2. The album flow is a 9 out of 10. I think for the most part, everything flows together well, but once again, that recording sessions kind of throws things off just a bit. Um, this is one of their best albums so far, but it's still not uh, as good as uh, Surfer Girl had a better score than this one. But I think they really stepped it up in terms of progressing, uh, doing new things, um, and up upping the game in terms of production, but there's still some weak uh, tracks in here, and um, you know, but I think this is the end of an era. This is the end of the garage rock era, and although you know you hear some more production, it's still very just rock and roll. Um, but this is the end of that era, and overall, this album gets a 7.26 out of 10. So that's the review of Shutdown Volume 2 and All Summer Long. And this is the last of the albums that I'm going to do two at a time. Um, from now on, there will be one album uh, review, uh, or one album to review per, because I feel like they get strong enough and they hold on their own very well. So the alternate albums in the future will just be mainly from one album plus some outtakes and things to kind of fill it up. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the plan going forward. But a little bit about this one. It's once again, song selections from sh these two albums. And uh, yeah, and so enjoy. And, and I'm calling it All Summer Long, so it's my alternate All Summer Long album, because I don't really like the title Shut Down Volume 2 very much. So here it is. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around.
That is the end of side A. I hope you've enjoyed that. And we're about to do side B. I just want to uh, mention that I used to have Carl's Big Chance there instead of Shut Down Part 2. But since I like Shut Down Part 2 better, I went ahead and used that, uh, even though I liked having Carl's name on the, ti- on the track. So anyway, all right, here's side B.
Yeah.